Hanks, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 42 of Real Estate Podcast, where uh, I guess this is this is the end of the massacre month, right? Spooktober. Spooktober. Yeah. Uh, I'm it. here with Griffin. <laughs> I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Adam. I'm here with Travis. And, uh, uh, yeah, so we watched Leatherface. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the... It came out this is like a prequel. Yeah, it came out like a few days ago. It did on, and dropped on DVD straight to DVD. Yeah, so I can see why. <laughs> um, Had some cool moments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, who's gonna go first? This movie, this, this movie awakened the judgmental piece of shit in me. Oh, yeah, God, I'm, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, right. He's part of the podcast, Travis. He is today. <laughs> um, so, well, no, like, I mean, didn't see it coming that skinny dude was really leather. I, did, I thought it was the fat kid the whole time. I did too. Until they blew Same his brains man. out, and I was like, well, it's not him. And then that dude got <laughs> shot in the face, yeah. and I was like, it's him. Yeah. I didn't really like that. No. I thought it was I mean, the fat kid. I'm like, that makes sense. Well, I thought the fat kid was his brother. Because, all right, so the movie opens with this weird fucking birthday party. It was weird, man. <laughs> Where they give the fucking, this kid, he looked like he was, what, eight, nine years old, something like that. Um, they give him a chainsaw, and they have a dude tied to this chair, and they're like, you know, do it, Bobby. You know, whatever his name was. Damn it, boy. <laughs> they wanted him it was to change. It was like campy superhero villain origin story. Jeb. <laughs> like, yeah. Jeb was his name. They called him Jackson at the yeah, crazy yeah. house. So Jeb, um, she was wanting him, the mom was wanting him to chainsaw mom the dude. slash aunt. Yeah. Mom, aunt, sister, aunt, brother, cousin. So, um, <laughs> so that happens, and then it cuts to this couple. You know, he couldn't do it, so Grandpa gets his fucking trusty hammer out. And I mean, what they said was true. He was a one hit quit man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> I had to bring Grandpa in. I was like, Grandpa was always there, there. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of nods to uh, the old movies that I f- was surprised to see in this one. Yeah. Um. I agree with that. Yeah, like that's it. That's but, all we got good to say. Bye. Yeah. Well, um, so it cuts to uh, a scene where, you know, this couple's driving down the road and there's something in the road and they're making out driving, which is like the best idea ever. Bad you know, of course. decision number one. <laughs> yeah. So they swerve to miss this thing. The boys it's the boy. He stands up and he's got this fucking cow head. Which was cool as it fuck. It was cool. Had a bullet yeah. hole in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Um, he runs off. The, he says he needs help. The girl chases him. And then the girl follows him into this barn. And she fell she, in a hole. Yeah. A trap. And then they dropped a fucking motor. It was, it was Leatherface, Leatherface's uh, cousin brother, the big one. And then. The dude from the original that ran the game, he was the other one. Um, and they pull a motor 
I guess it's a motor, whatever it was, and drop it on her and kill her. And then the cops show up, and this cop is pissed. Is his daughter? He's mad. So, played t- by Stephen Dorff. Yeah, he was good. I like. Was it. good. Yeah. Um. So he's like, "I'm taking the kids away. You took my, you took my daughter away. I'm taking all your kids away." And he took them all. And bad lieutenant decision number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put them in a menstrual, mental institution. A menstrual institution. A menstrual. <laughs> it's been a long day, man. It was menstrual. <laughs> yeah. So, and then that's kind of where the movie picks up and follows through with, like. <clears throat> it was the origin story, man. But to, this is what it felt like to me. It felt like a bunch of decent, cool ideas. But. They just, it, it's like if we sit around and we're like, hey, what if this happened? And then, and yeah. then this happened. No and then story this happened. Line, just a bunch of cool stuff. And yeah, and they have to find a way to string everything together to make it kind of cohesive. And they don't really, it doesn't really pay off. Yeah. Because like the mental institution, they're performing experiments. Well, not really experiments, but like shock therapy, you know, all this crazy shit on Which these did kids not work no well, what, obviously well, what, that was something i didn't i didn't like either i didn't like how it uh it it kind of played on the typical oh he was in a sock ward obviously yeah right like you know because <laughs> because every every mass killer is a fucking escaped mental institution you know yeah well i mean it's you're right it, it is very cliche um, Yes, and I mean, of- I mean, I mean. Never mind the fact that we we had the Rob Zombie Halloweens. I mean, really, not that long ago. And he did it really good, in my opinion. I don't uh, even know if yeah. this is a licensed. It is because Toby Toby Hooper. This was the last thing that he had any involvement with before he passed, and he executive produced it. So I don't think he passed. <laughs> I think he saw a cut of this movie. <laughs> he faked his death. <laughs> yeah. Um, he wanted so, to die before this came out. Well, I doubt it. Yeah. Well, my my thing is okay. They're they're in the mental institution. It follows this the story of the girl who just started working there. She wants to help these children, and everybody's like, "You don't understand. Like all these kids come from fucked up lives. You need to leave them alone." Bad decision. Bad lieutenant decision number three. Yeah. Um, but my thing is, is like, it was the 50s, obviously. Th- times were different then. Um, the way that they were performing mental health and trying to kind of rehabilitate these kids was like making it worse. You know what I mean? And she, she gets in there with the idea of like, oh, we're going to save these kids. And then she finds out like, no, we're not. They saving shit. <laughs> yeah, like, they're just making it worse. You know, they basically strip their identities and everything away from them, and like, give them new names. Yeah, try try to make new people out of them by like electrocuting them and fucking with their head, giving them these crazy medications. I just pissed them off. Yeah, right. 
Um, so we get a couple of characters in here that we meet. You know, we get Jackson, who's... Well, they all related. Dude, I don't know. I don't fucking have any. Because, like, uh, the barn scene had Leatherface, the fat kid, and then the dude, the older boy, that's that was over 18, you know? The and he said that... that uh... Leather that the fat boy killed. No, I'm uh, at the at the in the barn. Like whenever they killed that girl with oh, the motor, okay. yeah, wasn't there three of them that was there? Three kids. <sighs> I think there was. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, the movie's kind of like a bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Like most of it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's certain things that I'm because um, it's like to me that they took two of the kids away because they were too young, and then the other kid, you know, they're saying that they were going to put him in jail and everything, and he was like, "You don't have any proof that we did anything wrong," you know, this, that, and the other. Um, so my question the whole time was like, the big dude that everybody you know thought was going to be Leatherface, was he that dude's? Jackson's brother for real. You know what I mean? At one point, the girl said it's not even, somebody said that's not even your real brother. Yeah. Adoptive yeah. brother. Yeah, something like that. He uh, he had some problems. They, that's they what all pushed him some, over the edge, though. Yeah, it did. He beat the shit out of that cop, man. Yeah. He fucking straight put him in the door, door jammed his ass, you know? Um, so, uh, dude's mom shows up with, you know, a lawyer. It's like, I want to see my kid. And they're like, no, nah, we can't do that. And then she runs off and starts causing problems. And Well, the judge was like, you're trash. Yeah, you're always going to be white trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told her. White trash. But all, the, but like, all the while, those kids go straight up hard knock life. <laughs> oh, my God. They straight riot. You know what I mean? Black Lives Matter, more like fucking mental institution lives matter. Am I right? Yeah. This big, this fat dude, he fucking straight busted out of that fucking gurney thing, went up there and beat that dude's face against the window. It didn't bust the window until it was time. You know what I mean? That was very <laughs> precise hits, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they... The breakout happens. The the one crazy dude gets his girlfriend, uh, Jackson. You know he he's leaving with them. They take the. What, what I thought nurse. was weird was the mom broke them out, but somehow they got separated. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, why didn't he end up with her? Yeah, for well, real. That, then there's no plot. That, that, well, that shot of them getting in the car like it's a fucking after school special. Yeah, yeah, peeling <laughs> out. What's, what I thought was funny, I laughed my ass off. They get in that car, they throw that the those two in the fucking trunk, and then that big dude's just walking down the fucking street like he owns that bitch, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they stop and they're like, hey, dumbass, get in. And he runs over and gets in the car and it fucking takes off. He even walked like Leatherface. Yeah, he did. They were trying to trick us the whole time. That was the twist. <laughs> what, <clears throat> what little twist there was. Yeah. Am I wrong? <laughs> So they're trying to get to Mexico. They bre- they break out of the mental institution, kill a fuckload of people. Um, he kidnaps Jackson and the girl, 
and then he's got the big dude, and their their plan is they're going to work together to get to Mexico, so that they won't be pursued by the police. Did well, not work. Yeah, the cop finds out, and he's like, "Not on my watch, motherfucker." Well, because they killed everybody in the diner. Oh yeah, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, that was a cool scene, though. Like I said, it was cool scenes that was strung along by motherfuckers walking no around in Texas. Yeah. Like, ugh. Um, this is our third movie with necrophilia involved. Yeah, it was weird. Oh, yeah. They go, oh, yeah. It goes straight. <laughs> it got weird. Yeah. Travis, were you watching it this with kids? No. Because it got weird. <laughs> I watched this one. I watched this one solo. She was taking it doggy style watching Licking this dead guy's yeah. mouth. I was like, this is fucking. It was hot weird. until that happened. I was like, it oh. got necromantic as fuck real yeah. quick, you know? I was like, but shit, this shows as much, if not more, than necromantic did, really. Yeah. You, know? you know what I mean? It was pretty weird. <laughs> I wasn't but, uh, ready. But then the movie finally goes straight up Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, the diner scene, they massacre a bunch of people at the diner. They get massacre. away. Yeah. Massacre. They get away. Uh, they're hiding out in this fucking camper where this dude hung himself. Um, then that's when the weird necrophilia scene happened. And then um, the cops show up. They're looking for him, this, that, and the other. And uh, a fat boy curb stomped old dude. Yeah, he's straight American he history X that ass. Yeah. That was the best twist of the movie right there. He <laughs> twisted his neck up on that rock. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and then that one chick, that cop shot her straight in the head. Yeah. Point blank. No fucks no given. fucks given, dude. She looked rough, though. She looked like she got caught on fire. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's not that. I think they were all <sighs> tortured. Yeah, something you know. crazy was happening, you know. Um, but the, uh, we had Iron Fist, you know, whatever his fucking name is, Finn Jones or whatever, Finn Jackson, Finn Jones. Yeah. He's in it. He's a deputy. He's, uh, tipping off, um, the mom on where the kids are located so that, you know, that panned out. Yeah. So she can go get her kids. Um, the cop was going to go straight, you know. Devil's rejects on this dude. Yeah, he was the nutter. You know, he was. <laughs> yeah, the, you yeah. gotta have that character. Yeah, of course. Um, so he's chasing him. He shoots him in the face, like messes his face all up, of course, and um, wrecks the car. The girl wakes up in the wrecked car, and he has Jackson like. Tied up in the barn where his daughter died. He's fixing to do some grand, you know, revenge. That whole, that whole thing. And then the family shows up, fucks that dude up, and takes the kid back. And then it gets. That's whenever the movie really started. Like it's the end of the movie, but I wanted that to happen like earlier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. You know, you want him to get to the house. You want to see him become. Leatherface, and my thing is, is like he didn't become Leatherface until that kid, you know, until the fat kid was killed, like you said before, you know, like, and they kept trying to explain it away, like, oh, you're on all these medication, you know, you're um, 
still you're coming off of it. It's going to take a while, this, that, and the other. Um, I don't know. It was such an abrupt switch, though. You know what I mean? Because it went from, like, not wanting to hurt anybody, you know, just kind of living his life the best he can in this mental institution and, you know, being friendly to everybody to just. Yeah, dude. That girl should have quit while she was ahead. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, she got yeah, it. Had, had it. Had it been, I mean, even though it would have been more predictable, do you guys think it would have been better if they had kept the big guys going on to be Leatherface? Yeah. I think it would have been better. The whole time, I'm like, that's Leatherface. No reason. I, it made sense why he was so fucked up. Yeah. I'm like, well, he's been thing, tortured. They made him kill people. They, yeah. All these, everybody's picked on him his whole life. I felt sorry for him. Then they got, I mean, blew his fucking brains out. Yeah. I wasn't, exp- I mean. Well, no. well, 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 could we, well, I mean, a little, a little fan fiction context here. What if that leather face goes to be the one guy that's in like the other town? Like. The fat kid? Yeah. Well, he's dead. I mean, yeah. Just, well, shit, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> I mean, as soon as he died, I, I was mean, like, well, "Why is this?" Well, you know, like, is the girl Leatherface? <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Sorry, guys. And then it made sense why he was always wearing a girl's face. Yeah, I felt like they tied that up, didn't you? Like, put a bow on it for us. Like that was why yeah. he always did that because the one girl. Yeah. The one I think we could make the three of us could make a better Leatherface movie than. You think so? Yeah. Well, my thing. Well, I mean, well, well, I mean we, we, we've we done just about as much as the other writers. We've watched the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Well, my I thing, mean, we could do it. Like, if, if you take nothing else away from the Chainsaw movies, it's family. You know what I mean? That's their thing. Even though their family is fucked up. Yeah. And they do weird ass shit. It's all about family. Yeah. And, and the big dude being the big dude, like even whenever they shot him in the head, I was like, he's going to live. Yeah. Cause he's, <laughs> he's Leatherface, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's going to survive he's that somehow. Back. Oh, that's why he's all fucked up. Cause he got shot in the head. Yeah. Oh, dude. So they should have, I don't know. It's just, dude, we really need a prequel. Not really, but, <laughs> but, well, I will have to say that it's it was a better B movie than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. I mean, if it would have if it would have been written a little bit better, it would have been like, you know, just any other horror movie you go to the movies to watch. You know what I mean? I went and watched well, ser- several of those Chainsaw movies at the at the theaters, and this one was better than that fucking last one. I went and watched way better than that one. I mean. Didn't it get a limited run? I'm sure it did. Yeah, from what I understand, they released it on DirecTV um, at the same time they released it in select theaters. They kind of did that VOD kind of... Oh, the movie uh, we know. just watched? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was VOD. Yeah. So... Um, not, they expected... They knew I what could was see, up. I, I could see it having probably a good bit of a, like an afterlife on like DVD cells. It and will stuff. because the guy had something to do with it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel like after the you know that when the the heads at the studio watched the movie, they were like, 
I don't know if we're gonna yeah put this out. And then he died. Maybe they were like, okay, let's you know might as well yeah. One little last little hoorah here with the chainsaw. I kept waiting for him to spin around in circles. <laughs> 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 we got the we did get the scream at the end when he was chainsawing the cop. Yeah. Oh, he was into it. How fucked which was, up was he? Which was up? Which was which was almost almost on par with uh, Evil Dead 2014 chainsaw. Yeah, like mankind. <laughs> yeah, I that, thought the same thing. It would have been so face. funny. They need to, there needs to be a recut. There needs to be a recut or a montage of uh, him getting the belt to put the on to, to mankind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that thing leather, like leather face. It, the it, Nick Foley story. It was, I was, it was all right until she tightened it up. Like I heard it get tight and like snap. <laughs> yeah, he's and like, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, he's I like, thought this she was going like, to try to have sex with him or something. Like, they were weird. Well, I mean, that, that, was his, that was his Vader moment. Yeah. It's time. <laughs> it's Leatherface time. <laughs> um, my question is, is like, they did, all right, they did the original, of course. They did Text Chainsaw Massacre 2. They did Leatherface, Text Chainsaw Massacre 3, which we didn't watch for this. They did the next generation, then they rebooted it, and then they did a prequel for the reboot. Then they did a sequel slash prequel to the original, and then they did this as a prequel. I'm done. My thing is, is well, think about I'm it. Done. My thing. They've done it all. Well, but it's it's kind of like Friday the Thirteenth, or or um, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, like. You can have a, a whole bunch of teenagers show up and Get then murdered. just have, yeah, and that's all you need. You don't need like this in depth explanation. I don't need the origin story. No, Listen, I don't need to. I was loving Leatherface a week ago. Now I'm you're kind of burned out on. I'm just like, that's where he came from. Yeah, he's kind of a bitch, right? He's a little emo dude. Yeah, he's a cutter. <laughs> well, I mean, a, a lot of you know, a lot of no offense to anyone that does, you know, but no, well, a, a lot he of horror the faces off. He's a cutter. <laughs> He's a oh, cutter. You, you get it, right? Yeah. Like all of these characters get referenced as a force of nature, and then they proceed to like fuck it up and humanize them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the mystery was the best part. Yeah, because in my head I way? had this story. You know, I was like, okay. I mean, if yeah. anyone deserved one, I, I, I say yeah, maybe Freddy Krueger because he's the most supernatural of all of them. I mean, in my mind, I'm building a story. I'm like, his family died at Sea Parks. You know, there was a fire. <laughs> you know, like, a fire at the Sea Parks. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's not what happened. Well, and the thing, like. The Nightmare on Elm Street movies is like, there was what, seven of them? Six of them? Too many. But eight, eight to my, my knowledge. They always kept it in the vein of Freddy Krueger. What, what the, the fuck hell is that? <laughs> you eating some hard candy over there? Yeah. Jolly Rancher. Oh, <laughs> damn. Um, 
Well, my thing about the the Nightmare on Elm Street movies is like each movie you get a little bit more of a tidbitty about his past, like how he came how he came to be who he is. You know what I mean? Uh, Freddy Krueger. You kind of get a little bit more of a a little bit more insight into his past, and then the next movie comes out, and you get just a little bit more, but it's not enough to be like, oh, okay, they lay it all out on the table. You know what I mean? They give you just enough. Like, Jason, I mean, do you get that story in the first two movies, and that's all you need, you know? Right. And then they just keep bringing him back, and it's like, well, what is he? And it's like, fuck, if we, he wears a hockey mask. Who gives a fuck, you know? <laughs> He's killing teenagers. Fuck them, you know? Um, I don't know. It's just, I think in certain horror movies, an explanation for things is okay. But there's a, a little bit of mystery goes a long way, you know? Well, I mean... The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is about mindless slaughter. Yeah. Pure and simple. Why do we need a reason behind it? I mean, if the outcome if the outcome's mindless, why not keep keep everything on that level? Yeah. I mean, just imagine if they did not a reboot, but just like some, you know, kids stumble upon the house. Imagine how fucked up looking it'll look it would look today. To do a modern day version of it, you know what I mean? Let's do it. I mean, we could, you know. And I mean, and I mean, just keep it almost like the original. Have it where a bunch of people get completely fucking wrecked, and then the chick barely gets away by the fucking skin of her, but like her fucking skin. Someone picks her up, <laughs> and it's like, oh no, they're gonna take her back. Yeah, and that's that's that. The end credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, I would much rather watch a mindless fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, not not Leatherface, not a prequel, but just one in the series than watch a ghost fucking movie any day, you know? That's just, well, after the first one, it went, you know. It got weird. It, it went another direction. <laughs> I mean, that... That fucking McConaughey leg. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, dude... But that that was an interesting take, and it's kind of a massacre is like (laughs) (laughs) one of the best ones (laughs) for real. At least it wasn't a comedy. Yeah, yeah. They get all slapstick with it. Yeah, but I mean, it was an interesting take on something we've seen before, and we enjoy it. Whether it's got rolled up and they got fucked up. Yeah, by crazy ass fucking robot leg, you know, like. Well, it's almost like they get to the point where it's like they were throughout throughout making those sequels. They were like, "We've already gotten a character that wears human skin. Let's see what else we can do." So we've got Chop Top. We've got. But it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. None of the other people matter. We've got the original brother who was like slicing Franklin's arm and shit. Yeah. I mean, they always had. They always had their man in a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Who's who's the man in your chair, Trav? (laughs) I don't have one. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to (laughs) say. I got a man in my chair. He's a faceless man. Um. Anyway, (laughs) it's a mirror. 
I just look at it and cry. (laughs) Yeah. Put lipstick on. Yeah, what have I done with my life? Um, Got so much to give. (laughs) He's doing it to top and on my side by the Rolling Stones. Oh, man. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, do you guys want more chainsaw? No. I would like a good one. There's hope for it, man. It could be yeah. good. Well, the it remake was real great. Good. I really, really liked that remake, you know? Yeah. And then they did the beach was a prequel to the remake. Which was a no-go. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think in order for more original storytelling to happen, franchises like these need to just take their place in history. Think so? I mean, well, I mean, the earlier ones that we watched, some we revisited, some that we watched for the first time, and they're movies that, at the end of the day, I don't, I could see myself revisiting them again. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if not for seriousness, even you know, like like in the instance of McConaughey's massacre. <laughs> yeah. You watch it for just the sheer ridiculousness of it, which I mean, I guess that's why you watch these types of films in the first place. But that one had you know, a little rel- bit extra ridiculousness <laughs> sprinkled on, though. Yeah, yes, it did. He had a like leg they went, that was they, they went to, by a remote. <laughs> it's like it's like when you sprinkle salt and the top comes off. It was like yeah, and a bunch comes it, out and you're like, it's ruined. But it wasn't. It wasn't it one was remote at all. It was every remote in the house yeah. controlled his leg. If you, could, if you saw a remote laying around, pick it up. You could stop this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, I want to see uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre in space. You know what I mean? I want to. <laughs> oh, wanna, God. He'll be in Texas. Texas yeah. X. Yeah. In space, it. not the only thing that's big. <laughs> would you not yeah. watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre in space? Yeah, we'd have to do that. I would. I, would, I don't think I could. Oh man, I would go to the movies. And watch <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that would be straight to sci-fi, dude. <laughs> you think I'm so? Not gonna be in the movies. <laughs> Did you watch Jason X? Yeah, I loved it. I mean, because it's just so stupid. I loved it. You know, I like how his mask was like. Kind of had a space vibe going on with it, like his whole look. Yeah. Space Jason. Spacing. Spacing. Jason (laughs) Spacing. So, um, I don't know, man. I kind of agree with a little bit of what Trav said, but at the same time, like, I mean, slasher movies aren't going to get a, uh, I don't think there's going to be a slasher revival, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Um, but with these already, you know, these franchises that already exist, they could take like really good writers, really good directors and like take it to the next level. You know what I mean? Without having to break any. I want to see some crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look how fucking ridiculous Saul got, you know what I mean? And all that kind of shit. Like, we, they could do it, and they could make it really good, really clever, interesting. Bring McConaughey I, back. I want to see fucking Leo. 
and Daniel Day Lewis. Oh man! Well, I mean, like, well, I mean, like, but how crazy are y'all like talking about? Are you talking crazy, about dude. over the top torture, crazy shit torture, happening? Because that's their thing. I, I don't want people. like I don't want, but I don't want gore porn. You know what I mean? But, but do you? I like but going. do you want like do you want like a <laughs> cop thriller, like a cop like noir thing? Yeah, and bring the cop over from uh, Devil's Rejects to chase yeah. him. That guy. That'd be cool. You know, let's go down to the station house and cornhole us a drunk. <laughs> uh, dude from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, going to get him in there. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. I just don't. I don't understand why horror is such a. Uh, why it's looked down on so much. You know what I mean? Well, because at the end of the day, horror doesn't really do what it says it's supposed to do, scare you. Well, I mean, I understand that, but like... Well, I mean, I, well, I mean just for like a general... I'm, I guess I'm painting with broad strokes here, but like, you know, it just doesn't... <sighs> People aren't as allured to that stuff anymore. I don't know if it's because of like the way society is now. I don't know. Well, but, I mean, you have these critically acclaimed kind of, uh, you know, horror movies like Get Out. Like that movie, people, everybody was talking about that movie. It's kind of a horror movie, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, you kind of have these uh, underground, you know, that we've watched on here that that's been great like but they're mostly just like thriller fucked up film instead of like something that's with the intention to genuinely disturb you i guess right well i think that's why it kind of got off course because like it's is the the saw effect that's what i like to call it you know they get so wrapped up in making it as fucking ridiculous and extravagant and like out there as it can be with these traps and these, you know, let's show like bones breaking and fucking crazy shit like that. You know, like they go all out. It's kind of desensitized everybody to, to, you know, horror and seeing, you know, stuff like that on screen. I think it can be brought back where like really good writing and not showing everything. Let your imagination, let the audience's imagination do more damage than the actual imagery. You know what I mean? Because you can uh, always, you can you can watch something and convince yourself that it's not real, and you'll yeah. be okay with it. Because at the end of the day, it's a movie. But if you don't see what's happening, you just see you just people reacting it. to it. Yes, you're like, oh my god, your mind, your mind goes, goes crazy, fucking crazy. Man. Yeah, and I totally agree with you. But I know I know that the mainstream audience is probably. They don't have the attention span to get invested in characters like that anymore, I don't think. Yeah, that's true. They got to see it, man. I mean, you got to go full know, that, that's that's why films, that's why films have the cult following. I mean, that's why that exists, I guess. Yeah. Just replace the jigsaw with a chainsaw. Bam. Now that <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. Let's replace the jigsaw with a chainsaw. Yeah. There's only one podcast. (laughs) There's only one family that I love and it's the Sawyers. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I love watching horror movies, but damn it. Like there's not been anything. Uh, They're not. 
It's been going unless downhill want, for a while. Yeah, unless you want to watch people fuck around with a Ouija board and fucking shit moving around and levitating, you know? People love this Ouija board shit, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? I mean, shit. A toy that you can buy at uh, a Toys R Us. Yeah. You can buy a Ouija board at Toys R Us. People are fucking... No shit. Obs- and the ghost, they're they're so obsessed with these fucking ghosts, man. I don't get it. Yeah. I'm not afraid of ghosts, but I am afraid of a mongoloid with a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, think about I mean, it. Come on. Well, think about it. You like what what story or what uh, life lesson has ghost movies ever taught us? You know what I mean? Um, if you die, track down Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> she can see you and she will speak to your loved ones for you. Yeah, right. Um but think about she will what we solve learned. your murder. Think about what we learned from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Don't be going into other people's houses. You know? Don't be going into other people's property. It's common sense. Yeah. Where we live. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm afraid. Uh, Stuff out you here. Guys see the no trespassing sign about four five miles off prop. Yeah. <laughs> Park at the end of the drive. Um, if you can't if you can't discern it from a dirt road or a property entrance, don't fucking go that way. Yeah. Hashtag no dirt roads. Yeah. So I don't know. I learned a lot from these movies, you know? What? <laughs> Like not to be fucking around, you know what I mean? You that already, though. <laughs> boys will be boys. Yeah, I learned that Leatherface um, may be a homosexual. I mean, he's a little curious, a little bi curious, maybe. He's like, I tried a few things in college. Well, I mean, I think well, if he takes it to the next level and puts a woman's face on, you know what I mean? If you're if you're told by more than one account that Grandpappy was a one hitter hammer hitter uh believe it one hitter quitter yeah he has yeah. a collection of hammers in the other room no he didn't put <laughs> lipstick on his face to be yeah, fair he, it was someone else's on, on yeah on the girl's face you know fuck it i still stand by what i said she should have quit while she was ahead <laughs> um all right, y'all want to rate it? Y'all want to give it a go? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? You want to go first, Trav? Sure. Break it down like a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Spin the yard. Um, I give it a half chain. star. I give it a half star. It's worth watching, but don't expect anything ridiculous from it. Right, right. Um. All right. What about what about you, Adam? All right, Travis. You done? <laughs> I say expect plenty of ridiculous shit, like the <laughs> the fat kid not being Leatherface. Yeah, for one. Spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! Yeah. I don't know if you're a fan of 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 Leatherface. They kind of fucked it up for me, man. I mean, dude, I was I was I was like high. Off the last <laughs> three podcasts, I was on this Leatherface kick. Like, right? I'm like Leatherface may be the best of all of them. 
Yeah. You put me in a room with Jason, Freddy, Mike, and Leatherface. Leatherface gonna chop everybody's head off. But yeah. hot water burn baby, you know. <laughs> hot water burn baby. <laughs> Something wrong with Leatherface, oh especially in this one. Uh, I'll give it. I'll still. I'll give it a half star. I don't feel like it's a no star movie, but hot water burn baby. <laughs> There's some uh, I, will say, I will say this. I don't know. Say it. It's. <laughs> well, it wasn't worth it. No, it wasn't. No, for sure. It, it was, was a prequel. It wasn't worth it. A prequel's it. never it worth, worth it. it. In my eyes, a prequel, it's like, no, you don't understand. Well, like, it's, it, it was a prequel slash reboot. But it was still a prequel. You know, I'm I'm just going on the fact that it took place before everything we've watched so far. Yeah, I say true. that a prequel's never yeah. worth it because the original movie came out. You know, was it in the seventies? Yeah, right, that took place. You know, years after this, like that's when it started. That's when we pick up with these people. That's when we meet them. Nothing happened before that. There's nothing. Yeah, that's where it starts. Don't well, ever do well, a prequel. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that necessarily, but as long as there's more story to tell, and with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you kind of got the idea that he was fucked up from the get-go, like, kind of yeah, wasn't hard. Gave that away. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, he was a disturbed individual psychopath. And I want a boom baby. He he was obviously he was he was obviously <laughs> he was obviously disturbed from from the fucking start, man. Like why 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 even bother with that? Yeah, but they they he didn't want to hurt anybody, Trav. He Which didn't want stupid. Oh, yeah. that the whole yeah. I I completely I forced myself to overlook the misunderstood psycho. Like, yeah. don't give me that shit. He's fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, there was absolutely nothing that could be done to help that kid. That kid. My favorite <laughs> part was when he went on that rant about the Huey Lewis and the News CD. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I'm gonna have to give it a half star as well. Um. I mean, if you're if you catch it on. You're interested? Check it out. You know, if you're a it'll fan, you're gonna sci-fi. watch it. It'll, it'll get a it'll get a sci-fi world premiere eventually. Shit, it's probably yeah. on there right now. Yeah, <laughs> commercial free because nobody wants to advertise <laughs> on it. <laughs> well, they have necrophilia <laughs> in it. Yeah. It was, um, it what's that you're weird. saying? Is, are you saying hot water for the baby? Hot, hot water, water burn, baby. baby. <laughs> what's that from? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see. That movie with that woman. Uh, like uh, what? Travis, you know this because uh Rain Man. We were all talking about it one time. What's it called? It's it's in Rain Man. <laughs> yeah. uh, hot water bum baby. Yeah. It's just funny, uh, man. I got, I got the clip, I mean right here. <sighs> you gonna send it? Yeah. Let me play it on the pod. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Are you watching it? Yeah. It's three minutes long. 
You? You gonna start it? Have you already started? I'm just skipping through it. You? There it is. A minute and forty-five. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Do we sing any other songs? Holy shit! Like the Beatles? Yeah. Oh, 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 I forgot what the fuck we're on. Wait, man. Wait. I want my baby. Okay. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're into you know the the chainsaw movies and I'm I'm I don't know if I can agree with what you're about to say. I, mean, just I think if you're it. into it, you should stay far away from this movie because really? I was into it, and yeah. now I'm like, uh... well, just remember all the good times—the robot know. leg, the child, the good times. <laughs> yeah, remember the fun times. Yeah, the boat times. Though, that was like the McConaughey thing was like its own thing. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a Texas Chainsaw movie, really. I mean, Leatherface you know, had like ten minutes of screen time. Yeah, he had a he had a damn leather, not only a leather face but a leather suit, tits suit, <laughs> leather tits. <laughs> he went, he went I'm your leather tits. <laughs> so um, I don't I'm know, man. Old man. I mean, it I was wish I it was watch it. it was decent. I'll say that. It, I mean, it wasn't exactly like what it I was, wanted, it, of course, but it was the better trailer of what of what we've got. It's the better take on the origins of Leatherface. Oh, yeah. Man. I don't know. I'm just trying to be. I'm the negative one. Yeah, negative one. Um. <laughs> yeah. Word. So, uh, you guys want to check out this teaser for Castle Rock? I have no way of doing so. Damn it, Griffin. Damn. Damn. You want to check it out, Adam? <laughs> it's in the it's in the chat already. I thought we watched that last week when you put it in. Now you mentioned it last week and we we skipped it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So have you watched? I don't even know what Castle time? Rock is. Got something to do with Stephen King, right? Yeah, it's JJ uh, Castle Rock. Well, it's it's JJ Abrams is uh, producing it, and it's like taking place in the same universe in the King verse. So, but it's really not a Stephen it's King really book. Probably, no, it's pro- it's probably just like an original anthology with nods to stuff, I guess. Yeah. That still sounds um, cool. Yeah, we'll we'll see what's up. I mean, we'll watch the the teaser and we'll see where we're going. Are you in. ready? I'm ready. That's from Shawshank Prison. Oh shit! Oh, we're tying it all together, man. Stephen King has been making a motherfucking comeback. Like, oh, it's a teaser for sure. Um, I wish Travis could watch it so he could comment on it because I'm sure he would pick up, you know, on all the more. Little- 
Yeah. All the little king tidbits. The little titty bits sprinkled about, mucking about in the teaser. Looks good, though. I'm in. It looks serious. Yeah. It looks super serial. Um, I'm in. I'm interested. I mean, JJ, you know, come on. No big deal. You know what I mean? Um, have you guys watched the trailer for this uh, Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond? I did. Yes. Looks hilarious. I've been waiting for a trailer to drop because I've been watching. He's been doing press tours for that. Yeah. I've been watching. You know, uh, I can't remember if it was Warner Brothers or whoever put the movie out. They did not want to release the footage of behind the scenes. Like, they didn't want to release it because he's an asshole, man. Well, he was playing that. Person. He, he was just, they, they didn't want people to see Jim Carrey like that because he's being a prick. Oh. Um, they didn't want people to see it, so they kept it, you know, until now, you, you could never seen before. And then this one guy was like, we got all this footage, let's make a documentary, you know? Yeah. I can't wait to see it. I mean, could you, I don't know. I'm not an actor. I'm not a big fan of Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not. not. I tried, man. I tried to get into it. Don't see. I don't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I tried, uh, man. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he's really not that funny. Yeah, I mean. It's like, he's, well, look at him. He's, look how awkward he is. <laughs> yeah. You know the kind of person that likes fucking Andy Kaufman? Who? Same guy that fucking watches Lucky Number 11 and drives to fucking New Orleans. <laughs> You know what I mean? Lives there, sucking dick. So yeah, I mean, I'm just, I don't like, uh, what's his name? Jewish guy makes comedies. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Jewish guy. Yeah, that really narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like Todd hang Phillips. On. Nah, dude, he's old, man. Hang on, hang on. He did one here a while back that had a, uh, uh, what's his name in it? Uh, Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> um, Hold on. Andrew Dice Clay was in one? Yeah, something Moon, Paris, Blue Moon. Blue Jasmine? Yeah, who directed that? Oh, hold on. Blue Jasmine. Uh, Woody, yeah. Woody, Woody Allen, Allen, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Don't you come in with me no Woody Allen. I mean, dude, I've watched it. I tried. Yeah, I don't And people it. are just like, oh, my God. Just, you know, and I'm like, it ain't that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not that good. Yeah. I Have you guys agree. ever seen a Woody Allen film? Yeah. I tried to watch the one where he's, uh, it's like, it's kind of like uh, Austin Powers, man. He wakes up, he's in the future, he was frozen. It's horrible, dude. Yeah, I'm not, I don't get it. Not my cup of tea. I mean, I've watched a pretty good bit of his movies, but There's like, a lot of people that are just like, oh my God, he's like. The greatest filmmaker of all genius. time. And I'm like, is yeah. he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, have you seen yeah. Tropic Thunder? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I, Man on the Moon, and Man on the Moon for me was like, it was okay. 
But it was Jim Carrey. Yeah, but you know, he was like playing said, Andy Kaufman, but it was Jim Carrey. Like Yeah, but I I wasn't like you said, I wasn't interested in Kaufman. Not one bit. I'm not so, even gonna pretend to be a Kaufman fan. I think a lot of people, they're like I think they just do it, say it because they're, you know, it's just one of those yeah. things they jump in line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huge, Andy Kaufman. Oh, oh, genius. Yeah. And I'm like, have you watched any of his bits? Yeah. The one where he wears I mean, the diaper on stage. and Even in, uh, what was that show that he was in with Christopher Lloyd and Danny DeVito? Yeah, I mean, even, I mean, he was not my favorite person in that. I mean, he he had some funny bits and stuff. I, I went on a taxi bench. They got it on YouTube. It's funny. Okay. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. But him, I don't know. Um, but but like I was saying earlier, I'm not a I'm not an actor. I couldn't imagine like going that far into a character like. Fucking Daniel Day Lewis and all those people do that method. You know what I mean? Daniel Day fucking Lewis though. Yeah, he's got a new movie coming out. I thought he was making shoes or hamburgers or something. <laughs> um, they dropped a trailer a couple of days ago. You want to watch it? I do. Okay. Um, First movie I ever saw him in was Gangs of New York. That movie was great, right? Really good, man. Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah. I have it. Yeah. And then uh, I watched There Will Be Blood, which is long, and, and it's, you know, it's, you better not be sleepy when you put that movie in. <laughs> you will go to sleep. But it is good. Right. Like, he, you know, he becomes the character. Yeah. He takes, he, yeah. H.W. Plainview. Yeah. I haven't traveled all the way across this great state to be here today. All right, I Adam. drink your milkshake. Bring it. <laughs> this is that movie, Phantom Thread. Sounds about right. It's like Was the life of a movie about making a shoe. Like, <laughs> no, it's like it's about the life of a, a seamstress, of a, like a fashion, <laughs> like a designer, man. Phantom Thread. It looks like they're aiming for Oscar. Yeah. It looks like he's going to get crazy, though. I might. I don't know. If he gets real crazy, I might be interested in watching. So I do want to watch this trailer for Jean-Claude Van Johnson yeah. over here. <laughs> I don't know what this is Why about. Why does it say that, Jean-Claude Van Johnson? I, I don't know. Sounds like a dick joke. It's Let's watch uh, it. You ready? Hey, yeah, hold on. Let me bump it. There we go. I'm ready. I mean, <laughs> all right. It better I mean, be a full-blown comedy. Yeah. So it's, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme, who's a secret agent that uses, for real, this is, is a secret agent that uses his movies and his acting career to go undercover in these specific places. And like take bad guys out, like you know James Bond them, you know. <clears throat> Jean Claude so, Van Damme is him undercover. Yeah, his name, his real name is Jean Claude Van Johnson. So he's the dude playing a dude going around playing <laughs> other trying dudes. to be another dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do what he do. 
I mean, I'm in. It looks fucking It's ridiculous. marked as a comedy. Yeah, good. I looked it up. It looks you were worried. You were worried. Adam. I was worried because I'm like, are they trying to? Are they for real with this shit? No. It, um, so uh, on some other news here, um, we have some Doctor Who news apparently. Um, David Tennant and Billy Piper are coming back to Doctor Who. Um. Just starts playing. Um, even when you're, it says here, even when your favorite doctor regenerates and leaves the show, the great thing about Doctor Who is that they're able to come back at any point in time thanks to time travel. The doctor can easily bump into his past selves now and then. Of course, it all depends on whether the actor wants to or not, but luckily for the 10th doctor's. Legion of fans, David Tennant says he's always willing to return to the sci-fi show. Whether that'll ever happen or not, debate. <clears throat> we wouldn't rule it out, though. But in the meantime, we've got the next best thing coming our way as the actor will be reprising the role for a new s- series of audio dramas he's recorded with TV star co-star Billy Piper. For big finished productions. Granted, it's obviously not as exciting seeing the two of them back on our screens, but at this point, we'll take what we can get. Uh, speaking to Doctor Who magazine about why they decided to head back to the iconic sci fi franchise, Piper explains it's because she didn't want to feel left out. It just feels like another opportunity to keep the flame alive, you know? I felt as though because everyone's doing Big Finish, was I missing out? Also, it's all people ask me at convention. It was getting awkward. Um, Those Big Finish productions are pretty good. Uh, Tennant, meanwhile, noted that he's always been fond of Doctor Who, and it's a happy place for him to be. It never quite goes away, does it? There's no escaping it, nor would I want to, really. Because Doctor Who sort of runs through my life like a stick of rock. It it's sort of always bubbling under, and you know it always will. I always feel fun towards it. I always feel like it's a happy place to be. Obviously a day like this brings it all back a little more keenly, but it's always a very fun thing to return to. The world of Doctor Who. <clears throat> It's always very welcoming and friendly and familiar. I suppose I don't feel detached enough from it to feel sentimental, really. Uh, Maybe if I'd been completely banished from it for 10 years, dot, dot, dot. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? You think it's like, no, don't bring the don't bring tenant back. No, I would rather just. Let it continue being what it is, and it's we've already can... moved on years ago, right? Why? I you mean, know? I mean, I mean, yay, yes, for the like the audio stuff because those are good. I've listened to only a couple, and they're well made, like audio dramas. Like you could pop it on, just like you know, you guys do podcasts. I don't really do podcasts like y'all do. And it's something that you can put on and listen to while you're doing other stuff. But like, they're really good. That's just like listen. It's like cutting an episode of Doctor Who on, and just listening to it instead of really paying attention. 
Right. Um, <clears throat> and they bring all all of the the still alive doctors uh, have been doing them. Like there was one that I listened to where it was like the sixth doctor, the eighth doctor, like a bunch of them. And it was all of their respected actors returning for the role. Here's my question. Why do they not do an animated adventures? They're slowly starting to do that, actually. Because, I mean, the people that are still, it's like the whole um, Adam West, Batman 66 thing. Like, you know, him and Burt Ward got, Adam West, Burt Ward got back together and they did that. They did the animated feature and then they got back together and they're, They've already, you know, recorded and everything for that um, Batman meets Two-Face or whatever. That was a script from the original series that got cut out and all that stuff, you know. I mean, even though Adam West has passed, like, when he was still alive, there's really no way that they could, like, get on screen and pull off the Batman and Robin thing, really. You know what I mean? So you have you have these doctors that are still alive, and if they're doing this, then why don't take it the next step and just like just do animated Doctor Who movies, like an hour and twenty minutes, and just tell a story with these past doctors. That way, people that um, there uh, there's a uh, there's one coming out soon though. Uh, they did a twelfth Doctor animated one, which. It's kind of in that vein of what you're talking about, but they're doing one for, um, it's a story called Shadda, if I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, it was one that they lost the footage to, or they never filmed it, or some lost, so, somehow or another it was lost, script, footage, whatever. Well, they pieced the storyboards back together, made an animated feature out of it, but it's like, a, it's a previous Doctor. I believe it's the sixth, the no, the fourth right. Doctor. I mean, I would be into that, though. You know what I mean? Like, I would, oh yeah, I would. I would definitely be on board for, you know, some of those. Well, they they could even take those big finish audios and and actually make an you know an animated one out of that because they have. Because I mean, when I say they go like it's a full production, like when they're being shot at, I mean you hear the background noise, everything. Like it's not just yeah, like somebody reading or whatever. They actually animate the the you know the audio and they give it you know. You can almost visualize it when you're li- when you're listening to it, right? Because I mean that's that's like um, you know like the comic book you know animated you know whether it be a movie or a series it's like Doctor Who's kind of uh, pivoted its way into like comic book s culture where like it's never going to go away now. But, I've never read it. I've never read any of the comics, but I would like to pick up some and, and check them out. I'm sure they're good. Right. Well, it's like he's like it doesn't. It's like it's like the Batman phenomenon. It doesn't matter who plays Batman because Batman's Batman, right? And yeah. depending on who's writing it at that specific time and and who's portraying the Doctor at that specific time, kind of gives it its its own identity to a certain extent. But you know the core values are always still kind of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I'm sure you can find, you can find fans who probably haven't watched Dr. Who since Eccleston left. 
that in, yeah. you know that once he regenerated and, and they got that little taste of tenant they were like all right not my cup of tea and they just stopped they ended the show there and that's one of the cool things about doctor who is you can pick up and put down whenever you want with that show yeah i would love to see a bunch of animated features come out you know why not um so that's cool i mean i don't know i like david tenant but you know, like you said, we have kind of moved past it now. So yeah, it's, we we went through that, and all the tennis stuff was good in, in my book. Don't don't mess with it. Yeah. What if we get diminishing returns? Right. Well, I mean, and and it and it keeps constantly. You know, it's nice to have the one shots where they go and they have to either partner up with another doctor or like with the 50th anniversary have all the doctors there like a purpose for them being there instead of just a way to 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 pull audiences with a familiar face yeah and it like we've kind of talked about with the different doctors you know and with david Tennant having his run and whatnot you know the more we keep seeing him the more we're less compelled to really go back and watch those. I mean, I could, I mean, I'm just speaking for myself, obviously. I know there's fans out there that'll probably watch, you know, watch whatever, regardless, you know? Right. I mean, I'll watch it, but do I think it's a good idea? Nah. <laughs> nah. nah. Hey, Doctor <laughs> Who is like, it's like driving a bus. You get to drive it for a little while. You don't own the bus. Yeah. You get to drive it for a little bit, then you let somebody else drive it. Same with yeah. a showrunner. Yeah, this motherfucker's been driving this, driving this bus a long time. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah. and I mean, and never it's mind the fact that go. the show, the show itself is so old and has been around for so long that you know, I mean, even with the access to all of Doctor Who, it's really hard to get around to watching every bit of it. Oh yeah, and I know there's that. I know there's that one soul out there that's watched every bit of it. But can, like, they so know, far, they know still, what the name of the episode was. If you like, what about this? But the They're beauty like, of but the this. beauty of the yeah, but the beauty of that show is that, like I said, you can watch a little what ways of it, then go on. Like a lot of the a lot of the sh- of the show, or at least up until it, the current iterations of it, um didn't really bank on a large overarching plot. It was just the adventures of the doctor, you know? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of like, you know, one parters and two parters, but in and of itself, you know, other than the doctor's core thing of doing his, it was, it was just, he regenerates, does his adventures, some connect, you know, it's the same way it is now still, you know? Right. But now, you know, since they brought in the time war and this big, broad, you know, background to to the Doctor's mythos that like it's. I don't know, it's just it's a lot of material. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is a lot. Remember when we had that podcast idea? <laughs> what podcast idea? You know, watch it all in one go and then talk about it. <laughs> it's a lot. And, then, then and then you then you just happen to see the size of the folder of Doctor <laughs> Who and you're like, uh Yeah. I think your brain would melt before you made it through all of it. I think with having to completely force it out, I think it would inadvertently make me hate the show. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of people are excited, you know, for each season. I'm one of them. But I'm glad that there's that break where I'm not watching Doctor Who. So yeah. when it comes around, it's like, it's like all right, welcome it's back. It's time you know? for this. <laughs> yeah. It's like all, all who all day. <laughs> uh, I pull, when, when I first got into it, I pulled some of that and it almost burnt me out for a minute there. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, Doctor Who's great, but there's only so much, you know, shenanigans. <laughs> You know, Doctor Who shenanigans that you can do in a day, you know? (laughs) I mean... I'll never forget, because I think think we we watched a ton of it at one point. Me and Adam did back and forth, and it was crazy. Getting... uh, I mean, it was was good. It's a good show. Right. I really like that it's a a show that's interesting to watch as an adult. And I can watch, you know, it's a good family show. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it gets, it gets risque, but not too much. Right. Not to the point where I feel bad with my kid watching it. I mean, like the show is aimed for kids. It is a children's show, but it's crazy at the depth they add to it. That makes it entertaining for adults to watch as well. Yeah. I tend to agree. Um, (laughs) I mean, well, I guess the proper word is that it's like the same way with comics and comic book movies and a lot of things that that are popular of all ages is that it's novelty. Yeah. Like it can stand the test of time. Like you'll still, you know, 10, 20 years from now, guarantee you wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we had a conversation where one of us was like, yeah, I went back and watched this movie or this show or, you know, what have you. And we're like, yeah, yeah, you know. But heard that. <laughs> heard that. Um, well, on to some uh, some more television news. I thought this was interesting. Um, I know that I don't know if we've talked about it much, but we three have talked about loving this show for a while. Uh, independent of the podcast, Letter Kenny. Oh my God! It is. So yes. funny. It is fucking oh, hilarious. Man. So um I think this came out yesterday. It says so you're casting that, you're casting with your pods with the bros the other day. Yeah. <laughs> um Crave TV and Letter Kenny producers, uh New Metric Media announced today they're joining forces to build the small town smash hit comedy beyond the series itself into a worldwide entertainment brand. So we're going to get a, an, an Americanized letter, Kenny? Well, it says the initiative is a comprehensive multi-year partnership that includes an unprecedented production commitment, investment in the support of any existing and new brand extensions, and a partnership on the international sales and distribu- distribution of the series alongside DHX Media. The deal was negotiated by Bell Media's Ju- uh, Justin Stockman and Carolyn Klebeck, as well as a uh, dude from whatever. Uh, the comprehensive agreement, Crave TV and New Metric Media will partner on the production of more than 40 new episodes. With seasons one through three currently streaming, the agreement commits to a total of at least 73 episodes of the award-winning original comedy. Says that, that's, uh, that's great. 
<laughs> yeah. Crave oh, TV. Man. Crave TV's commitment to brand support includes the continued cross-platform marketing campaigns for the series, as well as its brand extension, including sought-after Letterkenny merchandise with a highly successful Puppers Premium uh, Lager in partnership with Stack Brewery and Sudbury. Um, also, oh, that's awesome. We got to get some. Yeah, the partnership uh, also includes. Um, Cross promotional support for the just announced 26 City Letterkenny Live Tour 90 minute 90 minute comedy experience. We're kicking off in Halifax. Now you have my interest. Yeah, uh, Wait, it's not, not coming to uh, it's not coming to the states. Yeah, what? It's only in Canada. I swear, I'm looking at it right now. It's like all. This. Shit deserves to break out in America. I it think has. they need they need to put it on FX. They can see the numbers they pull online streaming. Yeah, it's big here. Well, there, you can stream it in Canada on Crackle and watch it. But here's my 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 only worry is that they'll tone down the comedy. Like it, it needs to be picked up by Comedy Central and be left alone. Let dude continue to write and direct the show as he sees fit. Like it doesn't need to change. Well, I think that's what part of that agreement was. Is like they're getting international uh, distribution now, so like they could go to Comedy Central or they could go to FX or you know AMC, which is probably not. No, not, but you know what I mean. Um, I can see FXX. Yeah. They, you know, they could go there and, like I said, it says seasons one through three are currently streaming on Crave One and seasons one through three on uh, FXX Adult Swim, something like that. That's what I think. Yeah, dude, Adult Swim, definitely. I mean, they could stir up. But I, I, mean, I can see it up there with. It's, it's always, always sunny. sunny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Well, imagine, look what the what, what they did with the Boosh, you know. They kind of fucked the pooch on that, though. Yeah, they did. They played season two first. Yeah. Which and then three know. and then first one. Yeah, but this you have to start with season. Oh, it's so God funny, damn, man! It's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's 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 super dry. It's one of the funniest things I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. Where I've just if, laughed out if loud. If you start watching it, man, you'll burn through yeah. it. Yeah. Six oh, episodes yeah. is not enough. Dude, when my wife found it and we watched it, dude, I laughed my ass off. That dude is a fucking comic genius. And, I mean, with this deal, I mean, we're getting 78 total episodes, which is, or 73 total episodes, which is fucking crazy. I mean, think about it. They're doing six episodes per season. That's a lot of fucking seasons. When they when they were playing soft, when they were throwing the softball around, and Steely Dan starts talking about getting the finger, and the way uh, the way Dwayne just like shifts and just like excludes him. <laughs> like, <laughs> Everything not, they not, do is funny. I hate to ask because that would be impolite, but kind of curious. <laughs> Um, you ever had any attentions, tears, buttholes? 
I like the, the conversation it's a, it's about the sack fragrance. on the porch. Yeah. The Florida State Seminole Vesicles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I thought that was pretty funny. Nobody laughed at it. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't watched Letter Kenny, find a way. It's on YouTube, a lot of it. Yeah, find a way to watch it. It is it is hilarious. It's hilarious. There are now, ways for an American to watch this. Yeah. Go do it. <laughs> um, we should go to uh we should go see the live tour in, in Canada. We oh all my think. god. <laughs> um it's in it starts in February and it runs through April. So You're not you know, serious, are you? I mean if <laughs> I mean if we you know uh, I don't have that kind of money, Griffin. Yeah, uh, we'll road Nah, we'll road we'll start trip a Kickstarter. We'll see. Yeah. Real wants to go see Letter Kenny Live. Go fund Trav's leg of the of the trip. Shit. Fund us all. Hell, but that's it's crazy that this is the thing because like, you know, Trailer Park Boys did the live stuff. Letter Kenny's doing the live stuff. Impractical Jokers, of course, is doing like that seems to be the way of the of the of the comedy show. Like it wouldn't surprise me if the dudes from Big Bang Theory had a live show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, the dudes from It's Always Sunny or, you know, anything like that. I think the I feel blue like started all that. Yeah. The guys from Big Bang can't hear us pass all their Emmys. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. They're too. They don't. They're too they busy don't, working on Young Sheldon. Yeah. Ugh. I don't want. Ugh. I heard about that, and I'm not even going to bother. I don't think I watched the I mean, first episode. Was it funny? I mean, it's Young <laughs> Sheldon. Does it have the? Does Penny. it have the chick from Penny. Uh, Roseanne? Or, or there. Yeah, they have a woman that plays her. Sounds exactly oh. like her, though. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. But no, wow. he, it's just no one. All new people. Wow. Well, we got one more little titty bit of news here, and I figured we'd go out on this because this kind of shoehorns into what what we've talked about watching next week. Um, I mean, are you guys still good with what you know watching Dark Tower and, and doing it next week? Yeah. Sure. Because uh, this. Uh, According to the Nerdist, uh, Stephen King says the Dark Tower TV series will be a complete reboot. Like its own thing. It says uh, last summer the Dark Tower came and went. The box office, fortunately, the response it received may have doomed plans to turn uh, Stephen King's epic novel series into a multi-film franchise. However, there's still hope that the Dark Tower could live on as a television series. But if that happens, it's going to get a fresh start. While speaking with Vulture, King indicated that previous plans to tie Dark Tower TV series to the films have apparently been abandoned. TV series they're developing now, we'll see what happens with that, said King. It would be like a complete reboot, so we'll just have to see. Um, the, if the Dark Tower television series... Is now going to be a full reboot. It probably means that we won't see Idris Elba reprise his role as Roland in the franchise or in the framing sequence as it was originally planned. For the better part of the last decade, the TV spinoff was described as a chronicle 
of Roland's early years as a gunslinger, while the potential movies were intended to handle the bulk of the story from the novels. Ultimately, this could turn out to be for the best. Fans of the Dark Tower novels were frustrated by some of the changes that were made for the movie. It was inevitable that certain characters and subplots would be dropped for the big screen, but if the Dark Tower TV series is free to tell the story at its own pace, it could potentially be a much deeper and more satisfying adaptation. Ideally, the show would downplay the young Roland stories and just start with the gunslinger before, go- before going on from there. Um, so, I mean, you've seen it, Trav. I've seen it, Is- too. <laughs> really? I have. Oh wow! I watched so I'm, it. I'm left out in the cold. Yeah, you had your chance. I mean, yeah, you're right. I watched it. You're right. You're right. Um, so y'all have both seen it, and I mean, what do you think? Yay, nay? Is this a good idea? Bad idea? A problem with That's the movie idea. is it was too short. <clears throat> they didn't have enough time. It was, it'll be a good. It'll be a good idea. Yeah. Really. I did like uh, 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 Roland, though. He was a yeah, good he big was, man. He was a good, He's a good Roland. He was. Um, I would like to. I would like to see them just for the sake of having story to where if it was popular enough, it could it could have you know it could go the way of Walking Dead if they if they went ahead and adapted all the prequel comic stuff into the the show. Like literally have it start in Gilead where Roland is just now becoming a gunslinger. He's still going through training because there's still a lot of there's a lot of good room for world building. And then you see how everything, you know, comes into play, how his quest for the tower even starts. And then the gunslinger, it does tell because since the story in and of itself is done. That means it's not going to pull a Game of Thrones and ever catch up with its ending. Right. The endings, the endings there. <clears throat> they can aim for it, and they can just make really well <laughs> a really well written multi genre show. And I think I think it could be done. Um, if you had to predict, Trav, because I know you've read the books, how many? If if we're gonna not worry about the prequel stuff and just based off the gunslinger all the way to the end, how many seasons do you think that would take? Let's say uh, a 10 to 12 episode season. How many seasons do you think? Five, one per book. Really? Yeah. And I know I say, and I know I say five seasons out of, out of, you know, per one season per book, but really I'm condensing a lot because well, I'll go on. I'll go out and just say six in case there's a second or third season, or if they scatter prequel episodes throughout. Yeah, right. And do it in a way to where his quest for you see the start of his quest and the end of his quest in the finale, like it builds up to that, right? Or even you know, or what for whatever reason. But I think they could do a season a book. Um, I would really, really be interested in something like that. I mean, because think, think about how good television is now. Open, you know? Like HBO, something like, yeah, you know, yeah. up there with Game of Thrones and Westworld. <laughs> because it's because <laughs> it because it really is like so because it's such a, a wide scope of a story. 
from like using horror aspects, sci-fi elements, Western and all that stuff, the show would go from like a Western to like full blown Tolkien fantasy. And cause I know with have with you having wa- watched it, Adam, like the part where they meet the people in Midworld with the seer. Yeah. Like there's a shit ton of, of stuff and times when they go there and not, not necessarily them. Like they combined a lot of moments where they meet those people and shit. And I mean, I don't know. It could just make for good. It, it can make for good TV for sure. Right. I mean, I would be, like I said, I would be way more interested in, you know, seeing uh five, six, however many seasons it takes to tell this story and it be, you know, not a hundred percent faithful, but at least a good, you know, well, eighty-five to ninety percent. You know what I mean? Well, if if they could, if they would be able to flesh out the rivalry between Walter and Roland, uh, it would make for a really good story. And in the movie, they didn't do that. They didn't do it that well. They just had you go on the idea that, you know, this been, you know, that there was no emotional buildup with those characters in that movie. Right. It's it was just typical mustache twilling. I'll see you again, Roland. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Get that bitch leather. Yeah. He had he had a <laughs> robot leg. <laughs> and 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 really, like the man in black is not PG. It's not a PG thirteen villain, man. He's fucking horrible in the books. Right. And in the movie, he's bad, but they toned it down so much, so much down. more. So you put it on HBO stars. Like, like he's fucking evil, like evil incarnate. I mean, I think that they, since Castle Rock is going to Hulu and then they did the adaptation of that, um, what was it? 1123, um, shit, whatever that was, they, you know, they adapted that. What the? F- <laughs> what was that? I don't know. What did it sound like? It just sounded like your microwave was going off. But beep. Um. <laughs> but uh. Scary. Was it here? It ca- it came through your bubble. Oh my god! <laughs> Have you got any remotes close by? <laughs> that was it. We're talking bad about McConaughey. He's gonna show up. He's gonna bust through the door. <laughs> Get that the McConaughey man. massacre never <laughs> McConaughey <What>? massacre. <laughs> I was there and I tell you, man, goddamn boy, it was a goddamn massacre. Off the record, it never stopped. <laughs> the Matthew McConaughey massacre never happened. Need to cut him. When we're talking about that, cut him into the trailer. The, the the Dark Tower trailer. <laughs> Roland's like um, he's worse than the devil, like, and it shows him on the porch. Get that! No, it, yeah, it just cuts to like Roland telling Jake to run because he tells him to run a lot in that movie. I'm gonna do. And it. when he does, it, it just cuts to dude going, "Get him, leather! Get that bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> I want that on a shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> a picture of him on the porch that says that. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I, I'd like to see this come to Hulu. I mean, who knows if they do do this. 
and adapt it like that. They they could tie maybe some of that Castle Rock stuff into it, you know. Maybe that's why they want to do the TV show, because then they can tie. You know, they got the other show coming. Yeah. Where he said that uh, the stuff from The Mist. Yeah. If they do all these TV series, they can tie them all together. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. Because doesn't Roland visit other universes, other timelines, other characters? Yeah. Including Stephen King? (laughs) I mean, you know. Well, the the story itself is one big crossover, so making a show a big crossover wouldn't be that far-fetched. Right. Well, I think that about covers it this week, fellas. Um, I don't have anything else. I mean, hell, there ain't, there ain't nothing going on. You know what I mean? Nah. Jim Carrey so, acting crazy. That's about it. I'd like to see Jim Carrey play Leatherface. <laughs> I want to see him fucking with a robot leg. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's acting like Andy Kaufman running around like a fucking... Get that match, leather. <laughs> Somebody stop me. <laughs> Somebody stop him. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I think that covers it. Um, we'll pick back up with the tower next week. Covers it. Yeah. Leatherface got uh, one, one and a half. half. Yeah. It deserves one and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's you not know, a no it's, star film. What's it's, our what? What's the star ranking so far for all four? Because I can't remember them. Uh, the first one was three across the board. Yeah, the second one was two, two or and two half. and a half. The third one was two and a half, I believe. Or, I don't know. Maybe yeah. the second one got three. Yeah, did it? I can't I don't remember. Know. It'll just have to that listen. Was yeah. It was a soft, it was a super soft decline. But Review that it was footage, a super soft decline. Adam. <laughs> Roll that beautiful soft footage. <laughs> Cut that. All right, guys. Uh, check out. us. <laughs> yeah. Check us out next week when we do the uh, when we do the Dark Tower. Damn, we'll actually some get more to McConaughey. Yeah, God, he's our unsung hero. Yeah. He's the fourth member. Yes, you know that would be so cool. I mean, I figure we go ahead. <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead and get McConaughey out of the way before we get fucking Nicholas Cage up in this fucking yeah. league, leaving Las Vegas shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, before we deep dive too deep into his back catalog. Um, um, I think I just I hate to. I know we're sealing it off here, but uh, I have one bit of news. I mean, it, it may not seem like much, but what you got? They uh, they released the uh, the running time for uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, what we got? How how long is it? They're they're actually gonna keep it a short film. It's only gonna clock in. It's it, it's in competition to be one of the shortest ones so far. Uh, they wow. said it's anywhere from 90 to 100 minutes, I think. Wow. Wow. I'm down. Wow. Now, now I don't know if that's just tongue-in-cheek 
from uh, the director and his humor and everything, but you know, that seems to be the the current set for it. Yeah, which makes me which makes me wonder just how much like how much are they going to get? Like, is 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 this movie ultimately a buffer for the Infinity War? Of course, yeah, I think. I so. mean, you know, you know, instead of, you know, is it going to be a full, you know? It, it, I just I see it hard with them trying to conclude a trilogy while being the stepping stone for the next one. But I mean, you know, it's Marvel and Marvel we trust, I guess. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they definitely pulled it off with Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, w- y'all watched it. What do you think? Spider-Man was good. I mean, was uh-huh. it not the best Spider-Man we've ever had? Yeah. I mean, from from the moment from the moment the movie started to even the the little nod wink to the classic Spider-Man song that they did orchestrated, I was sold. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Celsior. I think it's the best thing they could have done with that character considering that movie franchise true history. Though. True Spider-Man. Like, he's a kid. Yeah, he's a kid being a dumbass. It's great. You can't expect me to believe Tobey Maguire's <laughs> a nice little kid. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. I think they... I think they 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 gave the refresher slightly. They nod and winked to everything that you assumed about the classic Peter Parker story, but they didn't bother with it at all to show you it. You know, we know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, um, what's his name was good. Um, <laughs> Nate. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Wasn't he great? Oh man. He's like Peter. Can you stay in the car for a minute? <laughs> 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 I was like, oh. Um, what about um, Tony Stark? He was in there just enough, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, like, just enough to make he, it a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a. I think there was another uh, review that I'd read on it at one point where uh, they said that there was just enough Captain America and Iron Man and, and enough embellishment of the larger Marvel universe to kind of non wink to you that it, it's a Marvel movie. This ain't a Sony movie. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking Captain, that, that Hannibal Bear shit. I'm pretty sure this guy's still a war criminal. Yeah. War criminal. But they still have his play so. Hannibal Bear. Did you see what he did at the premiere? Uh-huh. Whenever that he hired somebody to go as him to the premiere as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Did the person look like him? No, not at all. That is funny. Not even a little bit. Why would he do that? Just to fuck with people. Yeah. Um, Hannibal, Hannibal, Hannibal. He's like, huh? After, dude, after watching, like, I binge watched the Eric Andre show for whatever reason about a year ago. Oh, God. I'm surprised you fucking brained it and melted. Oh, dude, it almost many a times. But anyway, <laughs> uh, funny though. After after watching that show, I it's totally not out of character that he fucking did that. Yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> um, the Eric Andre shows out there. Yeah, I like oh, that intro. 
Oh, dude, every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sit and watch it every time. Yeah. It's way better than fucking Tim and Eric. Oh, though. my God. <laughs> the people that like Tim and Eric like fucking Andy Kaufman. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I saw him post something about Tim and Eric the other day. It's funny. <laughs> Tim and Eric had some all right skits, but I don't like, like, I don't like Tom goes to the mayor. Now I, I I like Tom goes to the mayor. That was a funny show. The only episode of that show that I liked was uh, Base Fest. They try too hard, man. Yeah, try hards. Yeah, there were some. There were some but yeah, I, I I definitely would rather watch Eric Andre's show though. Speaking <laughs> of try hard. A guy came in the other day, older guy, and I was working on his computer, and he started talking about his health insurance for some reason. You know, I just <laughs> listen to people. I let him go. And he said he's got really so- good insurance because he was in the film industry, and I let him finish. And I said, "What? What did you do in the film industry?" And he said, "Special effects." And I said, "Like practical effects or you know, CGI?" And he said, "Practical." And I said, oh, like, what's what's some of the movies you worked on? And he said, have you ever seen Glory? I said, yeah, Civil War movie? Yeah. He said, we were blowing up all kinds of shit on that movie. <laughs> he said, Money Train, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Damn. He worked on these movies, man. He lives in That's Madison. Cool. Old guy, man. Like, he's like, she's got to be in his 60s. You should have broke the recorder out. Real estate yeah. exclusive. <laughs> I still got his computer, man. He's got to come back in. Might record. Yeah. Yeah. Might hey, man. Oh, I was talking to him. You know, I was like, because I, I, I was fascinated. You know, like, yeah. You meet Bruce Willis? Is it true what they say? Is he a dick? <laughs> <laughs> is he who he so that was cool. says he is? That is really cool. Yeah. I'd have been asking questions like crazy. Yeah, I wanted to, but I won't get like, money for how this. in the hell? Yeah. Yeah. You blow stuff up all the time? How in the hell? <laughs> they say you can play with C4, and you say yes, how in the hell? I said, I said, uh, Gloria had that one black actor, and he said, what well, was a Civil War movie? It had all the black actors at the time. <laughs> <laughs> he said... Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's from like, black. you can tell he's from up north, maybe New York or, right. you know, Connecticut or Ohio. But he retired down south. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, he moved down here, was working on stuff like uh, Glory was shot in Savannah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so, cool. He did a bunch of work out here. I mean, dude, they shoot a shitload of movies in Georgia. Shitload, like that new Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, a lot of it was shot in Georgia. Several scenes was shot in Madison over here where I used to work. Fucking nuts, Matthew man. McConaughey shot several scenes in Madison. Bought a house. He's really? got a house in Madison. Oh, dude! If he ever comes in to get his computer worked, <laughs> <Dude>, you got <laughs> I work on it for free. <laughs> you I'm like, what you do with him like you're listening to Real Estate Podcast, you know? Yeah, yeah right. Tell you know what I like about real estate. <laughs> I would be, I would talk to him about Texas Chainsaw oh, yeah. Massacre. Like, dude, <laughs> I, I talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, please what record us a bit. I feel like, I feel like he'd stride in, go up to your counter and go, oh, look, man. I don't give a shit about computers. I don't quite, quite frankly, I don't even like having a goddamn phone. 
But you see my little girl here. She's sick of seeing pop-ups. Oh, <laughs> turn it on. <laughs> I feel like if his computer tears up, he'll go buy a new one. I don't know. He's, I imagine he's going. He, dude, he lived in a camper for a long time. Wow. Until he got married and his wife was like, all right. <laughs> he lived in one of those Airstream campers. No shit. Wow. I mean, you know, whatever works. Well, he's a shit man, you know? If I, if I was single, I'd be living in a fucking camper, too. Yeah. As long as I got internet and a place to park that bitch, I don't give a fuck, <laughs> you know? How do you get internet in a camper? <laughs> shit, you go to, you park it at, at uh, yeah, McDonald's. Bag. Now what you do is park at McDonald's, get a repeater. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Set up a bunch of uh, pineapples. I would what park at a hotel because they have faster yeah. internet. Yeah. One time me and Chess went to the McDonald's in Scottsboro so he could order some seeds offline. Really? Yeah, because we didn't want to do it on our own internet, you know? Yeah. I was like, yeah. let's go to McDonald's. Did it he, work? Yeah. <laughs> he ordered some okay. seeds. He said, do you think they'll know it was us if they check the tapes? I'm like, well, there's two dudes sitting back here at a table with two laptops. <laughs> yeah. Look at us. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, that's, yeah, he's still on the shit list. <laughs> hey, did, we, uh, did we properly end the episode? I know I butted in with that shit earlier. I just wasn't sure. It's over, guys. The check's on check the mail. No. Oh, uh, Hot water burn, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play the clip. I watched Matt play uh, Zelda on Twitch. He streamed from the uh, Switch. It looks fucking crazy. Yeah, though. it looks pretty cool, man. Yeah, dude, I've been playing fucking Splatoon too. Marina likes it so much she went and bought her own. Really? Yeah, she can said, y'all play together. Here. Oh yeah. Normally, I'll I'll can play you on just, the like, TV. Sit in bed and yeah, come yeah. Up. Oh my god. Does it yeah. run? Like, is it amazing? Yeah. Is it revolutionary? Travis saw it. Doesn't it look incredible? I'm buying one out. You're going to get one. The screen yeah, on man. the handheld, the tablet screen is a 720p screen. Like, it's dude, big it's, enough. It looks great. Right yeah. Oh, dude. It, it, it feels great, man. Well, they, like, they had the best idea ever. I mean, you know, they're the king of the handheld anyway. Yeah, but they're like, we need to put this. We need to put a console in somebody's hand. Yeah. See, I don't. I ain't got time to sit around here at the house and play it. But taking it with you. Yeah. In the car, on a plane, oh, whatever. Dude, I mean, dude. Adam, 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 imagine, imagine if you will, a day where business is steady, but you got some time to yourself. You pull that bitch out and play a fucking round of Mario Kart, legit Mario Kart, not some bullshit like the real fucking deal. Mm. Yeah. So they did a re-release, like a new Mario Kart. Yeah, they released. Yeah, they released eight, and it's dude, it looks so fucking good, and it runs. And I mean, good. Yeah, it plays like old faithful, dude. You'd be right at home with it, probably, Adam. Ah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's too legit to quit. Mario Odyssey looks amazing. Like that's like I'm excited to get. I'm excited to get at least Kart, Zelda, and fucking Mario. Are you gonna buy Skyrim on it? Probably, and I'm Just probably because. gonna buy Doom too. I mean, dude, Doom's badass. That Doom yeah. game gonna be get. on that handheld? Yeah, yeah, dude. 
Yeah. I listen to the soundtrack all the time. Nintendo Nintendo just pulled the big one out, dude. People ain't quite noticing yet. Yeah. Well, that's like I was, uh, you know, looking to see if, you know, they were going to release Call of Duty on there. And um, not yet. But, you know, of course, everybody's like, well, maybe, you know, we may we may do a Switch version of it, this, that, and the other. Dude, if they start porting all that shit over. Oh, my God. It's going to kill PlayStation. And can you yeah. what if they play just, live? What if, what, if the, yeah. what if they said, what if they said, fuck Microsoft and Sony all together and they somehow landed a deal to make Quake exclusive to <sighs> Nintendo? Yeah, right. Could we all play? Like, can you play? Do you have to be in the room with the people or? No, you just play it like Xbox Live, Steam. Do you have like to that? play a, a, a fee, monthly fee to have the. Not yet. Okay. At, after the beginning of the year, they're going to drop their online s- subscription service. But oh. guess how much it is? How much? $20 a year. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, um. Yes. Only, yeah. The only, thing that's, that. uh, the only thing that's weird that they haven't quite figured out yet is the voice chat. Like. We got to wear a headset, right? Who well, the, gives a shit? Just throw some fucking emotes that get the message across, dude, and fucking I'm fine with that. Well, I mean, people are using Discord and Skype right yeah. now because the way it's the way it works is, and I understand why they did it, but they're using your phone as the voice chat hub. Okay. And I get and I get why they're doing that. It's because like if you keep running and playing in handheld mode on the tablet or on the system itself. It's going to drain the battery fast. Yeah, and it's going to bog it down. Yeah. So I feel I, like I, I feel like us squatting up on Discord wouldn't be too out of the way to fucking for. play this bitch. Yeah. Pop your phone out, put some earbuds in. Yeah. I mean, that's... Good to go. But that's the only thing. And But the thing that they haven't really fixed yet is like, um, we've been playing Splatoon. Like, if you play uh, Mario Kart with friends, you unless you randomly get lucky and wind up in a, a room with the person that you're uh, trying to play with. You have to like, invite yet. well, you can invite people, but it's to a private game. Okay. You can play with, you can play with the computers or you can cut the computers off or whatever you want to do, but you can't like can't group up. The rest of the world. Yeah. I yeah. And then like we're playing Splatoon. So the way that, that works is I have to search for a game. As soon as I get in a lobby, then she joins me. And then, like, she may or may not be on my team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that sucks. the game. I'm sure that'll, that'll update it. over time. Yeah. So, Platoon sounds so fucking stupid, but it is so much fucking fun. I don't even All, know. What it's, it a, is. It's, a, it's a shooter, it's a okay. third person shooter. And your objective is to cover more of the map in your color paint than the other team color, covers the map in their color paint. Okay. Yeah, but you can kill each other, and you have different weapons, you know, different ways to spread paint you around. Take and over all that. their part of the map? Yeah, yeah. Like, whenever you're in your color paint, you can move faster. When you're in their color, it hurts you. Mm-hmm. So you so you have to use your gun, and, and it's like super soakers, pretty much, and paint brushes, paint rollers, stuff like that. So it, it builds a front line. Yeah. Have y'all seen the trailer for the new Call of Duty game? Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah, I it looks. Play it. 
I've been want, wanting a damn World War Two. Yeah. Game for a minute, like a, a proper one. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be playing it whether I want to or not. Yeah. I'm ready to beat hoping. that campaign in two hours. <laughs> I was hoping that they would uh, port it over to Switch. That way I could just be like, you know, I, just, just imagine though, like Nazi zombies. Yeah, for real. Legit Nazi zombies. Kind of like a, a World War II battlefield with cannons and tanks. Mm. <sighs> the checks in the <clears throat> mail, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Baby, hot water burn baby. <laughs> oh, <I said> that. 